So you're at a wedding one day, find out that your uncle needs a kidney, you're a few drinks in, hell, you decide to give him your kidney. You got two, right? This is a story you're not going to want to miss. Let me first start out by saying thank you to Podcast Powertrain for helping produce my show. These are the guys you need behind you if you're looking to start your podcast. Also, I'd like to thank Powered by Riverside FM. That's right. Our show is powered by Riverside FM, one of the best platforms to actually have a podcast on. So I'm going to have some links at the end of the show or in the show notes. Check them out. These are the two people that you need to get up, get with to make your podcast top 100. Medicine and psychedelics on mental and physical health. We're bringing you stories of how these medicines have changed lives and can save lives. We want to teach you the healing power of plant based medicine. This is the Good News Grow 2.0. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Good News Grow. I'm your host, Gary Roberts, and I thought we'd have a special treat today. We'd actually Another firefighter, because a lot of you don't believe that I'm actually a firefighter because I spent all my time talking on the, the this podcast thing. But no, nope, I actually got to make my money somehow. So that's how I make my money as a firefighter. But my good friend, George Morale, is a longtime firefighter. He's actually almost retiring. We're at the same station, but I wanted to bring George on because he has a few stories on how he started using CBD and a couple of family members who started using CBD. And I know he was a little skeptical in the beginning, but... Things changed, and I would like George to uh, actually tell a story. George, thank you for coming on the show. I'm glad you could be with me today. Hey, Gary, good morning. Hi, everybody. This is great. Glad to be here. <laughs> tell, tell us how you guys started in fire service, first of all. Um, all right. So uh, I was going to college to be an architect, and I was miserable as hell because there was no windows in my class. And I'm driving home, contemplating life, you know, 20s, when you, you figure your life's over, you can't figure it out. <laughs> So I was 20 years old and this fire truck, I'm sorry, 19 and the fire truck pulls up right next to me and uh, the firefighters facing backward in the old days, there was no cab in the back. He gives me a wave. I give him a wave and I go, damn, that looks like a good job. <laughs> and he left. I went home, dropped all my classes. My parents are going to kick me out of the house because everyone in our, in our family has a master's degree. And I go, nope, I want to be a fireman. I think that's what's meant for me. And that was it. 30 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had a few other firefighters on the show. And like most firefighters, we go through a lot of stuff. We steal a lot of stuff. We, 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 there's stuff we can't forget and, and everything else. But you've been there longer. You've been almost like twice as many years as I have. What kind of stuff did you go through? Did you, did you, did, are you seeing an issue with sleep? Are you seeing what, what kind of stuff do you see that most people don't understand about firefighting? Well, um, I, I've seen a lot, but when, uh, when I got hired, this uh, driver pulled me aside and gave me a really good tip. Uh, first, he said, all these emergencies aren't your emergencies. They're, you're there to help. So things are going to work out. Things are not going to work out. And your goal is just to make it as best as possible. Actually, the exact words are, you can go even or better. Just never make it worse. Never <laughs> make the situation worse than it is. Everything else will be fine. So I took that to heart and I, I never thought I had any issues. And, uh, and then I started, uh, drinking a lot and then I started drinking every day. And then I, I go, Oh my God, I think I have a drinking problem. Uh, cause as firefighters, you know, we go party and we go hard for everything, but it wasn't that I was having a drinking problem. I was having a sleeping problem. 
And I was using the drinking to try to go to bed because I would go, I went like two or three years of just taking naps. So I would take a nap at night, maybe a couple hours and that's it. And naps during the day. And that was it. So I'd be on shift, sleep maybe, two, you know, an hour or, or and during the day and an hour at night, then come home, sleep for two hours because I'm exhausted. Then at night I couldn't go to bed. So I would have a drink and I go, oh man, that worked. So then I figured if I filled the glass up higher, I'd sleep even better, you know, because firemen <laughs> always excel. So, um, so, but then I turned, then I find out that that's a, a terrible thing to do, that your sleep is nowhere near where it needs to be. So I was making the matters worse. So, uh, then talking to Gary and, uh, um, that's where I started with the trying the CBD. And cause it was definitely, it wasn't a drinking problem, it was a sleeping problem, but I could have seen very easily how that would have taken me down a terrible road. And I've seen it happen to other guys in the department and end up losing their jobs, you know, because they think that's the answer. And, you know, cannabis is bad. That's drugs and stuff like that. Alcohol. Oh, that's everybody does it. That's fine. You know, where that's poisoning you and the other one is healing you. So, yeah. So the, the CBD route sort of changed everything. Uh, I mean, it's sort of scary because you always have that, man, I could lose my job. But then you're sitting there going, you know, if something comes out wrong or if they test or if this, the, anything happens. But then you're like, man, but I, I could be losing my life. You know, the job would <laughs> won't even matter then, you know. Yeah. So, uh, on, on that on that note, it, and you heard my last podcast. And for those who didn't know about the last podcast, I suggest you go check out the last podcast I had. Not the last one, but I think it was, it was episode 41 where yeah. I talked about drug testing. And here's the weirdest thing. Like George says, we're always, we're, we're always worried about taking these drug tests. We get random drug tests. You get to work. Next, you know, they get a phone call and like, boom, you got to go get a drug test. So they're not testing for alcohol. So we could have went out drinking all night and they're not going to come back and completely, you know, say, okay, you're still drunk. And they're not going to really test for that. They test for it, but they don't really test for it. You know, yeah. know what I mean? Kind of, sort of. But we all know that if you stop drinking at three, you should be fine by six. So, you know, it's typical firefighter stuff. <laughs> yeah. The golden rule. Keep drinking yeah. water. <laughs> exactly. But, but with cannabis and all that, they're like, as soon as you, you test cannabis, they're like, Oh my God, you're high. You use drugs and everything else. And what we found out, and here's the problem with, with the test. It's a urine test. We take a urine test. We don't take a blood test. We take a urine test when we go get our drug test. And here's the problem in states like ours that we're actually using medical marijuana. Now there's a bunch of, uh, facilities. You have, um, dispensaries, you have hemp shops, you have, uh, you have little people growing indoors and it could be in your own city. You might not know where it is because they're not, they don't want anybody to know us. But if the fire hits out and you end up one of us, George or I or any firefighter end up going to this fire and we get to secondhand smoke. What most people don't know is the secondhand smoke is not going to get us high. So we're not going to get fired. But that secondhand smoke creates a secondary metabolite in our body called THCA. And that gets stored in our fat cells. And that's what urine test tests for. And so even if we're not smoking by accident, states that have medical cannabis or have yeah, yeah, cannabis that you're allowed to use a recreational, what I can't even pronounce the word. Recreational. That's the word I was looking for. Thanks. George also writes a little, little novel. So if I need words, he's going he's gonna to hook me up. But any of those states don't have these that have these tests firefighters first responders are in a big bind because secondhand smoke can actually get them drug tested and lose their job it's ridiculous so we're, we're trying to fight that right now with with our department and trying different things but states like ours really need to change the laws on that because you know 
by accident, secondhand smoke will make you lose your job. It's ridiculous. Well, but that's also the stigma because if if uh, the second they start talking about, hey, listen, we want to have access to this to this cannabis, and and you know, and the more I've been listening to your podcast, Gary, or I've been on Clubhouse, or this listening to Doctor O, or listening to Doctor Devoe in, in, for University of Miami, who runs the endocannabinoid department, that many people don't even know what the endocannabinoid system is in your body. The more you find out, everyone's freaking out. They go, oh, yeah, you just want to get high. No, I don't want to get high. I, I don't want to. I, I, I could drink. I don't go drinking in the truck. I don't come to work drunk. I just want to sleep. I want to heal faster after I work out. I want to push my body to where it needs to be and recover quicker. That's it. This isn't Cheech and Chong time. This isn't I want to go and, and light a big spliff and sit in the drive my big crash truck, looking at airplanes spin around. You know, it's none of that. And none of us want to do that. Now, are you going to have idiots that push the envelope in wrong directions? Yes, but that's in everything. You got guys that push sick time. You got guys that push drinking. You got guys, everyone, you know, that that's you're punishing the majority for the, for two, three, four percent of what may be a problem. And if those guys do have a problem, they need more help. Because obviously they're, they dealt with a trauma that's making them act inappropriately. So it, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, exactly. And, and that's, that's one of the biggest things. When I did the research on it, I was just, it blew my mind. And I started thinking about, oh my God, all these places that we can, I guess, secondhand smoke, we don't even know. And it stays in our body anywhere between six, three months to a year. Year down the road, we can get a drug test and pop positive and we have no idea why. It, it's just, yeah. it's just ridiculous. So but yeah, Ellison, you also did something very, very nice to someone. If I, pretty much, like almost life saving. Tell, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, here's the funny part. So, I'm at a wedding, right? <laughs> and my uncle, my cousin's getting married. I'm talking to my uncle. He looks very slim. I go, man, you look great. You've been working out. He goes, nah, I'm on dialysis. And I went, holy crap, you know? And of course, I'm having a couple of drinks. And uh, I go, I go, what are you doing? He goes, well, um, I'm waiting for a kidney transplant. I go, oh my God. So do you have a, a donor? And he goes, no, no, they had a couple, a couple of donors, but it didn't work out. So I go, oh, all right. Uh, I go, well, have you asked anybody? Cause that's the first I hear of this. He goes, no, no, I don't want to ask anyone in the family. I don't want to put anyone in a position. And I, I, I just want, I'm going to wait for someone who passes away. I'm on the list somewhere. You know, I'm, pr- I'm in pretty good shape. I go, okay. Hey, just out of curiosity, where are you getting this done at? And he goes, uh, Cleveland <laughs> Clinic. I go, okay. So then, uh, of course, I have another drink and I go, ah, I'm going to give him one of mine. I got two. I'm such an ass. You know? <laughs> Why not share? You know, I'm not a selfish guy. So then uh, I called him up and then uh, I called the donor department. I said, look, my uncle's here and this or that. I want to see if I can, if I could donate my kidney. But, and, and I go, just don't tell him anything. I don't want any false hopes until we know for sure I can give it. So, uh, so then we, I do all the testing and I'm, I'm O positive and now they do a, some anti-rejection drugs. So you don't have to be like match for match. It doesn't have to be exact blood type, anything, but being O positive, it opened me up. So, uh, um, they go, it turns out I'm a match and I go, Oh, perfect. I go, let me call him. So I call my uncle. I go, Oh my God, dude, I got some great news. I heard you're getting a kidney. And, and I, he goes, what? He goes, no, no, I haven't heard anything. Who told you that? I go, well, the lady who, the donor department said, I'm a match. I'm giving you my kidney. So, hey, you got a kidney. So <laughs> he cried for a while, dude. He was all, and I cried because he, he's awesome. He, if he was an ass, he would have never got my kidney. I don't give a damn what. But he was a great guy. So 
Um, so now it's not my uncle anymore. He calls me his kidney brother. So <laughs> kidney little brother. So and it's actually our five year anniversary uh, two days ago. We're going out to lunch tomorrow. That's so cool. And yeah. the reason why I, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because I wanted everybody to understand that. We as firefighters, we do a lot of special things and we're always trying to help somebody. And on the point of the cannabis and CBD, George gave his kidney to his uncle. His mother-in-law was having issues in the hospital and, and you decided to try something that we both looked at each other and said, let's give, let's give it a try. It's much better than what she's getting now. Oh, you know, yeah. and, and this, these are the antidotes that a lot of people don't hear about. So I wanted to tell you about how you got your, your mother-in-law working with some, some cannabis products. Well, or CBD products. It, well, well, it went so when it first started was when I was getting the great results in the sleep and stuff like that. Is she was having real hard time sleeping. So we started her on on uh, CBD at first, THC free, and then we got her on the the full spectrum. It helped her sleep through the night. It helped her better. She's got CHF. Her health has never been that great, um, but she was better and 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 even just 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 happier. And at the end of the day, if you're happier, that's that's the goal. So then she, she fell and she had a small fracture in her leg. So uh, I called Gary up and he, he got the Delta eights and I go, okay, now we're sort of stepping it up a notch here, <laughs> but hopefully she can take it. So, we, you know, we started low, started slow. We started with half a, a gummy and then I gave her a full gummy because she couldn't take any painkillers because of her heart. Um, so all she could take was Tylenol. Well, she went from complaining, you know, uh, level here, which is I'm dying, I'm dying, I'm dying to I'm still dying, but I'm okay now, you know? So it works. So we kept giving her uh, half a gummy every three hours. She wasn't, she just felt comfortable. You know, she, we, we still, you know, do her PT and everything. So she goes back to the hospital because now she broke her back, uh, a, a bone in her back. We think it may have been because of the fall and it just, she'd have coughing fits and it finally did it. So she comes back. Now she's in excruciating pain. They got her on muscle relaxers. They have her on everything. All the painkillers are, all the, the relax, muscle relaxers are trying to give her to, to deal with the inflammation, the pain isn't touching it at all. I mean, she's crying the whole nine yards. So I sent the, a packet of Delta eights with her to the hospital and the nurses wouldn't give it to her. And I asked the nurse, I go, let me ask you a question before you say no. Do you know what the endocannabinoid system is? She goes, no. I go, it's in your body. I need to talk to somebody else. So I get to the physical therapist and I said, let me ask you right off the bat. Do you know what the endocannabinoid? She goes, yes, we actually give cannabis at the, at the, the, the rehab center. Great results. I go, listen, I'm giving her Delta eights. It's been helping with the pain. She goes, oh, absolutely. Give it to her. So it, it's just the miseducation and misinformation. That's the problem. So we get her back home. She's still dorky because they're still giving her the anti-inflammatory, the muscle relaxers and all that stuff. I, we got off everything, just the Delta eights. And she went from excruciating pain to I'm, I'm in pain. I need to get a, she's going to get a, a nerve block down the road, but she's, she could tolerate it. And right. it just, at least she's happier. You know, that's back to, okay, I'm okay. You know? Right. Exactly. And then the, the, the muscle relaxes, we all know it all causes some other side effects and stuff like, you know, it, it blocks you up, you get some blockages. That's then you got to take another medication for that. It's just this big, huge down the road issue with all these medications. And, and this, it was funny. You were telling me this story and I was like, well, ha, you're, you're giving it to in a hospital and they're saying no, and you're fighting them. And I'm like, you're like, yeah, so just said, screw it. You need to learn the endocannabinoid system. And I'm like, yeah, that oh was my God. I, I even told the nurse, I go, look, look, look it up. It's the future. It is absolutely the future. Plant medicine is what's going to change the game. But every day they're finding out Israel's blowing up on the research. Now, Canada, I mean, I heard that in your episode 39 with uh, doctors, 
Was Pamela Crisco? Yes. Oh my gosh, she was awesome. But it, and all this stuff's been here. It's been here the whole time. But you know, because of you know the reasons that they use now, now it's coming back. We won't yeah. get into any politi- political. No, stuff, no political. But. No political. <laughs> yeah. But but also back to you. You were actually taking medication and you stopped it because it, it, it actually felt better than when you were taking the medication. It was working better. Yeah. When I get when I gave up the kidney, they had me on oxycodone, so I couldn't go to the bathroom. Uh, you know, when they when when they go in there, they fill you up with air. You know, to to open up the cavity for they can get to all the parts you got to get to. So I, I was full of air and normally people would say I'm full of shit, but um, <laughs> I literally was full of shit and uh, um, I had to walk. So when you walk to get everything going, so they, they said they wanted me to be able to walk uh, three miles in that seven day period total. So the, the first day, I mean, I couldn't get my head out of the pillow. I would get up, I would try to eat, I would go for a walk. The second I'd get one house down, I'd have to turn around and come back, back to the pill, knocked out again. And I was taking half the dose. I, I wasn't doing well with this at all. So I said, the hell with this, man. I'm, I went straight CBD. I got off everything. And within a day, now I was going to the bathroom. I was sleeping when I wanted to sleep. I was doing everything I had to do. And by the time I saw the doctor, I was walking three miles a day. And I told him, dude, you're pushing the wrong stuff. I mean, and the same thing when I had my shoulder surgery. I, I, the guy was going to give me perks. I said, I don't want any of that stuff. You know, so and, and it got me through. And for, for a lot of you who don't know George, like I've known George for the last couple of years, we're in the station. We, we, we call him, let's look, how can I say this? For Christmas well, last year, I bought, I bought him a coffee cup with a squirrel on it because his attention span can be actually drawn in different directions at the same time. Yeah, it's a gift <laughs> or a curse. <laughs> Depends if you're talking to him or not. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, that- but but you, 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 were, you were taking Adderall, weren't you? You were taking that to try to focus and help you out. You yeah, stopped that. I, I was taking Adderall and I hated the, it, I liked the way it, it actually worked, but I hated the way it made me feel. And my family hated the way it made me act like around them. I was very, I was more intense and I'm not intense at all. I'm a happy go lucky guy. I don't care anything, but I was so focused that I felt that anyone who's trying to break my focus, now you're getting in my way and you're trying to de, you know, mess, my, mess what I need to get done. You know, it wasn't me at all. I hated it. So I just bared and, and grunted through it. So uh, when you started, oh, the time release, that's why I started doing the time release. So I was doing the two drops in the morning. I was doing the time release at nine, time release at three and the drops. And it was just supposed to be for the, for the inflammation. And I was feeling great. I mean, I was working out like crazy and I was bouncing right back. Soreness was gone. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so the guys at work, oh man, you're freaking on fire. And they, what do you mean? He goes, you're, like, you're finishing everything around here. And I was like, and it was like two months of doing this. Like, holy crap, I'm actually starting and finishing projects. You know, <laughs> I go, what a concept instead of starting 16 things, you know. Uh, but by the way, on calls, I'm really good because everything's moving really fast. And that's sort of my speed. So <laughs> it's when it's slow that I have the problems. So, um, but yeah, but it, it started working. And that was my big kick. I go, holy crap. I mean, I mean. For years, you would hear the Jamaicans. So you just came from Jamaica. For years, it was God's plan. Like, like the, the cannabis was God's plan. Man, and now they're finding all this. Holy crap, this is God's plan. It's like every, and it's not, a, it's not the answer to everything, but it's a tool to get you to the answer, you know? Right. And, and it's going to get you there to, in little ways. Just make your body heal itself, you know? So it's, it's amazing, man. And I'm, 
I just, I, I really hope that we can get it done for our guys can, can benefit from this. Cause there's a lot of guys that need it, man. I mean, how many guys that we had killed themselves? We're at four, yeah. five in our department. Four. Yeah. Five. Yeah. And it was like, God darn, man. You know, it, it could have been, it could have been something that could have been addressed. It could have been the levels were off. It could have been the lack of sleep over the freaking years, the trauma they've been. Yeah. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully well, they, they, they get all these medications like for depression, like Wellbutrin and, and all this and stuff like that. And every time you hear a commercial about it on, <laughs> on, on the news, like may have thoughts of suicide. I'm like, okay, well, I thought this was supposed to stop this thing because I'm already feeling <laughs> suicidal in the first place. You know, well, I'm already there. Why am I taking the pill? You know. <laughs> so, so yeah. So th- this is and this is why I came to you and I started slow in a department giving some products to everybody else. And, and the reason why I started going faster and faster, and you know it as well, because I told you is because the people who called me out of the blue and they were taking it going, dude, you just changed my life. There, there's, there was things that I was seeing or hearing that was just, I couldn't stop. And once I started your product, yeah, it didn't do it right away. And this is what we want. Like you said, it's a tool. It's not something you're going to take immediately your pain relief or you're going to take immediately going to get focused. It's, you know, you got to stay on a little bit to find the right dosage. And when you do, these guys came out and said, wow, I no longer hear those voices. I don't see those images. And that propelled me into a whole world of, hey, man, this this new realm innovation of cannabis and psychedelics to help our guys, to help people is, 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 one, is the way to go. Why yeah. do we keep using big pharma and creating bigger issues, bigger dependencies when we can just use a plant when it shows that none of this is addictive? If being healthy and being happy and being comfortable because I'm not in pain is addictive, you know what? And it's not screwing my body up or, or messing it up and it's actually healing it naturally. Yeah. You know, I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> You know, but, but again, it's okay if, oh no, well, you can go have a glass of whiskey then. Okay. It's, it's not, but it's not helping me. That's poison, you know? Right. And, and I, I'll still have a drink, but now, now that I've changed my whole mindset, now when I go have a drink, I mean, it may be a shot and a beer or two for the night or two glasses of wine before that was my hello. You know, that was, <laughs> that was me getting ready to start, you know? So, but like in addition to like the CBD to help me to sleep, but you know, I started uh, changing the way I went to bed. I started prepping my room. I started turning the TV off. So, so it wasn't like I took the CB and it cured everything. No, I took it and I go, it's, it's like working out. If you don't work, if you don't eat right and you work out, you're not going to get the effects you want. If you do, if, if you eat right, but don't work out, you're not going to get the effect. You got to do everything. Once you do everything, it fits. And CBD was a freaking big piece of that puzzle that got me to focus enough to just let it, let, just let it play out. And I started just letting everything play out and it worked out. That's freaking amazing. George, yeah, I appreciate you. If people wanted to follow you on Instagram or whatever to see your, how, what you're doing and everything else, what's your, what's your handles on Instagram and Facebook? Uh, on Instagram, it's, uh, I don't even know what the hell it is. The, oh, the moral perspective. If you want to see some poems, I write poems on there. See, CBD, so can even make you, CBD can even make you as creative as George. I know. And happy. <laughs> and happy. They should bottle me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> So I appreciate you coming on my show today. I want to introduce everybody to you and I wanted everybody to understand how you did your journey through CBD and cannabis and how you're trying to help me change stuff in fire departments across the nation. So I appreciate you coming on the show today. Oh, uh, no worries. Hey man, I know you had to go through a lot of shit to get here and it sucks, but what you're doing now is going to help a lot of people not go through what you went through. So thank you for what you're doing and keep fighting and dude, your dad and your kid will be proud of you, bro. You're doing awesome. Appreciate it, man. All right, George, I'll see you back at the station. You have fun. All right, see you. What? 
Hey everybody, thank you for listening to the show. And like I said at the beginning of the show, I'll have some links for you. So if you're interested in starting your podcast yourself, one of the best places to go is Podcast Powertrain. Right now they're doing an, an amazing offer for all their course material. If you want to actually help get your uh, show ranked, all you got to do is go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash powertrain and you'll get all the information there. Also, if you're looking for a platform, not sure which platform to use to record your show on, Riverside FM is the one we use. You can also go to gooddudesgrow.com forward slash Riverside, check them out, and you will not be disappointed. Again, thank you for all listening to the show, and we will see you. Well, we'll see you, but. Good Dudes Grow 2.0. Thank you for tuning in. If you're still listening to this, that means you gained something out of this episode. So make sure you share it with a friend, leave a review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode of the Good Dudes Grow 2.0.